one of the things going on in the oil and gas world is that these service companies, uh, when it comes to like chemical spills and that sort of thing, we're hearing more and more of them that are on the hook with the yeah. different uh, environmental service companies that they're not the ones on the hook. Rather, the oil and gas companies are yeah. the ones on the hook. Talk to me about that. So it basically comes down to the, I think, I know in Texas it's called the Responsible Party. Um, outside of Texas, I couldn't tell you what it's called. But basically, the the company that caused the spill, for want of a better word, is the ones that are um, legally on the hook for the cleanup. And just a very quick overview, how, how does somebody, if, if you want to call it a mental checklist, how does somebody screen a company like yourself? The best thing to do is look at um, what they're telling you about their products and the capabilities of their products, and genuinely just Google just Google it, and you'll find that there's enough academic research out there to to prove or disprove their theory. Um, you know, if someone, for instance, claims their product turns crude oil into into sand, you know, Google crude oil into sand, and you'll find it's physically impossible to do. Now, you actually are starting this environmental company, this environmental arm of the company due to demand. You actually have another uh, oil and gas service company, but so many of your customers were talking about this issue that you guys have actually went ahead and started a service company based on you know the, the trust of your clients, et cetera. Talk to me about this, this company and how it got started and just kind of, uh, did I explain it correctly? Yeah, so basically we started off in oil field chemicals, manufacturing um, new chemicals. So um, we are only one of a few hand, handful of companies in the U.S., in fact, the whole world, that offer um, a new range of products that which are non-petrochemical based. Um, but from there, we also developed a soil remedi- a microbial remediation product, sorry, and we improved our formulation by adding uh, more microorganisms than any other product on the planet, uh, which is far more sustainable and effective. Um, from there, obviously, we've had com- you know companies come back to us say, you know, we've used this company that's not done a very good job or anything like that. Can you do you know Can you clean up their mess for want of a better word? So out of the demand for that, that's why we branched off into a separate entity of. Um, environmental services for the oil and gas industry talk to me about some of the experiences you've had out in the field this is relatively new and you guys have captured some good success because of the demand uh is this something that you guys were uh trying to you know add on at some point explain how you were so successful out of the gate well basically what we had done was um when we started to branch off into oil field chemicals um, and sort of remi- uh, bioremediation uh, bio based products, we had put together um, a very unique scientific development team and brought in um, engineers who had dealt within various sectors of the oil and gas industry for a number of years and basically developed our products off of that. So you're not just getting the scientists, you're also getting the engineers in the same room who's dealt with on the, you know, on the ground treatment and everything else or flow assurance or whatever and then from there obviously when we've had requests we've used our own engineering our own engineering consultancy department to you know basically go and do the projects and do the cleanups so that's why that's how we've got into it and been so successful because we've put two 
sides that don't normally speak into the same room to develop world-class products but then from there obviously when we've had requests we've obviously had the staff on hand to go out and do the environmental site assessments which is the initial um review of the spill and the extent of the spill and then obviously you know we have service technicians now which go and clean up the spill under the guidance of um one of our engineers or someone who's certified within you know as a pro- as a remediation project manager. So g- just give someone a quick overview of how to an FAQ, if you will. Um, somebody has a spill, or maybe there's somebody who did not do a spill correctly. Just give them kind of a quick overview of uh, what to do. And I mean, you can go ahead and give your company a plug because at the end of the day, obviously somebody, a company like yours needs to be called. But explain yep. how somebody gets to you and then we'll give them the obvious, which is your company. But, you know, it's kind of, you know what I mean? There's, yeah. there's, there's got to be signs and signals. Yeah, so typically um, on the initial spill, um, if it's, say, um, on a tank battery on a pad site, uh, typically the assessment will be, uh, the initial assessment will be done by the operator themselves. They'll have a, most states have like a, a, you know, a report filling uh, a report sheet that they submit to the state environmental authorities. Then they bring in companies like mine to do the overall uh, report, the environmental site assessment, who will then look at, you know, the extent of the spill, how deep does it go down, how much of an area does it cover, has there been any subsurface leaching into the groundwater? And then based on the information gathered in the environmental site assessment, we will then devise a suitable treatment plan um, that's how it should work. However, what we're finding now is operators will do their own environmental assessments, which are very accurate and very good. And then they bring in a company that claims, you know, their product can do this, that, and the other, where their product cannot do what they're claiming because it's physically or scientifically impossible. So what the operator is not seeing is the contamination is being pushed further down into the subsurface and leaching into groundwater quicker than what it should. Um, and then that's when we come in. We then have to obviously not only do the initial assessment, we have to then, you know, figure out how much contamination are they caused to go from subsurface in the groundwater, um, you know, how contaminated is the groundwater, and then figure out a two-phase treatment plan so it's not just the soil. We're also looking at, you know, the groundwater sources. And obviously if there's any negative effects from the product this other company's used. Give out your website, give out your contact information, that sort of thing. Okay. So for further information, uh, log on to www.bmabiotech.com and click on our, our environmental services section. Or you can log on to the same website and see our, if you just want to buy the products. Uh, if you'd like to get in touch with us via email, uh, see how we can help you on your product project, um, email us at info at bmabiotech.com or you can call us directly on 281-643-8860.